What up, brother, man? Thanks for having me on. Uh, you know, uh, it's been a long time coming. I know that uh, we connected recently and uh, I've mm. been listening to your stuff. So uh, I appreciate you having me on uh, for, you know, just, just kicking back and officially meeting for the first time. You know? I know. So. Well, yeah, yeah. I always like more like to meet in public parks and everything and stuff like that. I, I like I need that energy. I need it. You know, I always want to yeah. meet the people. And, uh, you know, I like your uh, your your podcast because you talk a lot about a lot of serious things. Yes. That a lot of people kind of don't want to talk about. Yep. But it has to be has to be uh, spoken, has to be spread. You know, you have to spread the word of what's going on. Um, I just want to say thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, I just want to say, uh, first things first, how was the drive? Uh, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I live in Monterey Park, so it was about 26 minutes away. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, no traffic, luckily, today. So great timing, you know, getting here before noon. Because, mm -hmm. you know, after that, it gets really packed on that 710. So Yeah, I'm a, like, <laughs> like today I had to work two shifts and... Uh, before I doing the podcast, I, I I was so busy. I just forgot today was uh, September 11th. Yes. Yeah. It was. It's very. I don't know. How do you think about September 11th? Is it's kind of weird. You know what? Um, when I was younger, I mean, I remember you know vividly what happened. I was in high school when uh, September 11th happened. Uh, I remember being more patriotic after you know seeing the towers fall down and seeing the the military going towards. The Middle East. Mm -hmm. I was cheering for them. You know, I was. You know what? Let, let's let's do it. Yeah. But I, it was at the same time too when I got, got politicized myself. I, I got politicized really, really early. Actually, at 15. Really? Yeah. So I, I began to learn, you know, more about my history, uh, just the history of the U.S. So uh, for a while, I was pretty left leaning. Mm -hmm. You know, more socialist leaning. Yes. So for a while, I didn't care about September 11. You know, but now that I'm older, I think I'm going back to 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 my roots and you know and and. Because it was a really, really, you know, tough time for people, you know. Because it wasn't just white people who got affected. It was everybody. Everyone. You know, so. It yeah. was, um, I remember it was September 11, 2001. Mm -hmm. That was the same year. I remember my son was born July 28, 2001. Wow. My grandma passed away. I got my own place. I, I was got married and everything was all happening and I was, I was working at uh, Food Max up in uh, Modesto, California and uh, I, we had these little TVs we were selling it and people were like what the fuck's going on? So you got a whole bunch of people yeah. and they said the, the planes crashed those uh, World Trade Centers and I was like what the fuck and that's where everyone was like enough was enough and I was, think that was the first time ever I seen a country be united mm -hmm. you know what was going mm -hmm. on because it felt like is our country is our country being invaded i was like yeah i don't know yeah. what's going on what'd yeah. you think i mean that's what i thought too you know i remember like i said i i wasn't i was 14 when it happened so i remember being a friend it was like the first couple of weeks of high school mm -hmm. and i remember waking up and seeing it on tv and telling my mom hey uh you shouldn't take us to school today because you know what if we get bombed or something but i just didn't want to go to school that, that was an excuse not to go you know but still the fear even in school, all day, they talked about September 11, you know. Mm -hmm. We didn't learn anything that day. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do remember that, that sense of unity. And I remember being a huge football fan. You know, they even canceled uh, the the week of. You know, they, they didn't play for that week, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so, yeah, for the first time, I think the whole country was united. And some, I mean, after, obviously, afterwards, you know, people went their ways. But that day, I think... The U.S. is pretty united. I haven't seen ways. that. I, I, I want to be honest. I, I, I don't think we'll see that ever again. No. Because now the country is really, really divided. Yep. It's like 
what is it you know is it's like right now we're living in history yep you know everything changed with the covid everything changed when the situation with george floyd mm -hmm. and now everyone wants to have equal rights and gays and lesbians want mm -hmm. the rights trans want the rights the left the right mm -hmm. you know it's just it's it's too much to gather all this info and it's too much and yes and seeing a lot of people um passed away from covid or from suicide because of we're going to talk about it later with gavin newsom where mm -hmm. the recalls and everything and stuff like that when you when you look back on it because i know you you have a daughter right yes and when you when she grows up would you tell her man these were the times where you were living in history i'm trying to document everything as possible that, that i can you know so she can you know remember as much as she can you know uh, obviously she's only three and a half so she's gonna remember whatever she remembers but i agree with you when it comes to the vision i think we are way more divided as a country than we've ever been in the history of the country uh, some people like that you know there's some people who, who like it because they see it as an opportunity to uh push their own political agendas right mm -hmm. uh and on my uh, podcast that's a stand podcast what i do is try to bring in different people from different perspectives mm -hmm. as to see why so i've had people who are more left-leaning and i have people who are more conservative just mm -hmm. to see why they think the way they think because mm -hmm. as you can probably tell you know on social media on facebook anywhere people just say things but they're not really about things mm. and when it comes to actually having a conversation a lot of these people who talk a lot of shit don't ever actually get on the lives and i invite them I'm like yo like there's people who are who are on my facebook telling me hey you know like you're a vendido you know you're a sellout and oh they go hardcore on yeah facebook. <laughs> you know yeah. and just for questioning narratives yeah uh you know and, and i started doing that because of what you said the division that i see you know uh and some people don't agree with that, and that's fine. I, I don't. I don't want them to, or I don't expect them to. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, I want to do what's best for my kids, you know, for my family. And I'm coming from that perspective. Mm -hmm. And some people, you know, think that what I'm doing is great. Some people, very few people, actually have been said, you know, that I'm, I'm going against my people, you know, and. I, get I never thought that I, I would get that. I would. I get that. You know, so. I, I get that shit too. Yeah. It's like, well, what are you, Megan? Man, are you a coconut? Are you with us? You always talk shit about Rasa, you know, and everything yeah. and stuff like that. But there's too many divisions. There's too yeah. many clicks. Too many alliances. You know, mm -hmm. crabs in a bucket. Mm -hmm. and, and to me, I had to think over for a year when when you do other people's podcasts, you do Universal stuff and everything. Yes. And when people tell you, oh man, you have an awesome Latino podcast. <laughs> To me, I have to bite my tongue at that because what are you trying to say? I'm one dimensional. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, because I, I'm, this is what I am and I can't do better things and stuff. It, it, left, it left a bad taste in my mouth. It just, I yeah. hated that word. Yeah, and I, I get it. And, I, and it hurts. Yep. And that's where it's like, well, what, what are you going to do? It's like, well, I'm going to do other podcasts. I'm going to do this and stuff like that. Because to me, uh, I want to I start over. Mm -hmm. I want to learn about my culture and everything because mm -hmm. I was more the black sheep because um, the story was, you know, with my mom and my dad, they're very prejudiced against their own kind, mm. which a lot of people are, you yes. know, yep. and I used to get beat up if I wanted to speak Spanish. Wow. It's why you want to learn that language. You're not from Mexico. He's not, mm. you know, and everything. You're born in America. So what am I? Am I Mexican? Am I Chicano-American? What are we? Yeah. I'm confused. Yeah, of course. And, and that's the thing. I was like, I want to, when you have the podcast and a lot of people are tagging me when the situation happened with 
you brought up a lot of good topics about the history of of our land and everything and yes. stuff like that yeah. but also want to learn start over um who for who i was where i was born yeah. uh where my family was born in uh, guanajuato and everything nice. i i I have even have family going back to the 1600s. I have cousins that live in Barcelona. Yeah. Going yeah. back and everything. But it's it's something where it's like some people think it's like just stay out of your just don't even talk about Larsa if you're not about it. You're just a coconut. You'll never be us, you know? Yeah. And then people I would get criticized and tell me how come you're not interviewing a lot of Latino, you know, but you're interviewing Asians, blacks, you're interviewing the enemy. What, mm-hmm. if, <laughs> the you're, enemy. if you're not with us, you're against us. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think? I mean, I don't know. Um. Well, just to go back to, to uh, what you said about being a great Latino podcaster, mm-hmm. I don't even know why people would even put you in that category. I don't even feel like your topics are centered around, you know, issues within our community. Not to say that's, that's a bad thing, uh-huh. but... That's not really an agenda you're pushing. You, you, your name is Mega Man. I mean, in what and what and what uh, you know, sense does it make to put you in that category? To like, me, I just want to bring a person on and and get to know yes. them and, and you know and everything mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, that's always gonna be where I always want to just bring our people on. Yeah. And have them win. The small business celebrities don't matter and stuff. But to me, I just I'm starting over. Yeah. And but when people put me in that category and stuff like that, I'm just. There's there's millions there's 4.5 million podcasts out there. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of Latino podcasts. There are some that I like. There's some that I don't like. There's some mm-hmm. that are pro. There's some that I. They could be very racist against their own kind, and yeah. I I don't want that brainwashing my my head to hate my people. Yeah, and I have to walk away from that stuff. But uh, I don't know. It's like with because um, I want to I want to before we get to all the main topics and everything. I want to know where did you grow up at. All right, so um, I was born uh, in Lincoln Heights, Ooh, okay, uh, and then I moved to uh, the Wilshire Center when, uh, when I was about from zero to about four years old. I was raised there, mm-hmm. and back in the day, the Wilshire Center was a little more diverse. Gotcha. Uh, so you had Russians, you had Asians, you had Latinos, you know, a little bit of everything. I don't really remember, but my dad tells me that you know that there was back then. Yeah. So we lived in an apartment complex, and uh, back then, you know, it was easier to. To have your own place you know my dad was the only one working my mom was the one raising us at home mm-hmm. so he was doing it by himself you know oh, wow. but you know how it is with rent things go up and then uh my grandparents bought a home in the san fernando valley uh specifically pacoima california uh so you know my grandparents offered us a place uh in their home uh it was a garage you know so it's okay I, yeah it's so, okay. so we grew up in a garage for a good five six years and oh we moved, man we moved to the main house i bet you there did you have insulation or no no man it was <laughs> i hate that man <laughs> in our bathroom uh we had to have a curtain because uh, we don't have a door oh you know, yeah so you don't want the water to come out yeah yeah exactly right so <laughs> uh there was rats in there obviously oh, you know i've been uh, there man roaches everything right so you talk about poverty i mean i lived it and then um, we moved to the main house because uh, that house is pretty big, actually, you know, but we, my grandparents, you know how it is with Mexicans, everybody lives together, you know, so yeah. at one point it was 20 people in that house. Oh. Yeah. So I think it was rough. there is a part where I'm not going to mention, but there's like, must be, must be like 30 people in there mm-hmm. and there's like three yep. bedrooms, but yep. Yep. I, that, that's, that's nothing new to me. Yep. That's how it was, you know, so for pretty much my whole childhood and my whole, uh, teen years and even a good part of my adult life i lived there mm-hmm. uh until i moved to um yeah, to um, right 
to what do you call it um compton slash uh linwood gotcha for a good uh three years was it three years or two years compton. actually yeah so that, that was that was pretty cool because uh i live with i moved with uh with my girlfriend you know mm -hmm. so um then uh it was cool because where we lived it was on the like i said on the border of compton and, and uh, linwood but it was a gated community gotcha you know it was predominantly black as well so that was uh that was interesting too to to grow up there everybody was dope you know is there like like now that the, the diverse is changing where you see a lot of mexicans moving to compton now yeah there is i mean i know back in the day in the early 90s or even early 80s you know it was predominantly black but now you see you know, I think like 50 50 if I'm correct but because I mean they're they're developing more houses and more yes. stuff to do and yep. more business and everything and I was like wow yeah it, it was kind of weird where Compton they say back then Compton was beautiful yeah back was, in, the, in the 50s probably 40s, the, 50s, there's a lot yeah. of white people yep. and everything and when that situation happened with the LA rots you know the yep. rots the fight you know all the rights and all that uh LA burning down this yep. is before the riding came back then yep. um you see a lot of black people moving in and everything yep. and stuff like mm -hmm. that and I guess in a way uh that the cost of the houses that everything was just going down yep. and stuff like that so i think that now that you see a lot of uh, black people moving out you see a lot of mexicans um i was i had some friends um i we used to watch him play basketball back in the day mm -hmm. uh tayshawn tayshawn prince he, okay. he, he went he was he was a uh, got a ring from the pistons but he went to dominguez high and it was all black oh, cool. and but now you see dominguez high is like mostly all mexicans now yeah it was weird. Yeah, <laughs> Compton High too, and everything. Yeah, it because there's certain there's certain uh, streets you can't be going on in Compton because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of the gangs and everything. Yep. It's like yep. really bad over there. Yeah. Luckily for me, you know, when I was there, like I said, I was only there for two years. But I think because I was in that gated community, mm -hmm. it uh wasn't really an issue mm -hmm. for uh, for me or you know my wife or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then uh you know it was uh because we were. We were renting a room there. Mm -hmm. You know, it was it was a couple of the roommates and stuff like that. You know how it is. You know, when you live, I don't know if you were live with roommates or not, but it's yeah, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> you know, so it's dirty. Yeah, yeah. So eventually, uh, my wife actually found where we're at now. Uh, a little spot in Monterey Park, beautiful neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You know, this is before she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. So we finally got our own place together. Were you know? you, are we are you guys like high school sweethearts? No, no. We met actually uh, at my job. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not from LA. She's actually from Palm Springs. Damn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> like, I gotta get out of the heat. <laughs> <laughs> so she came out here, you know, and then she met me, and that was it, you know. So, um, love at first sight. Yeah, yeah. It literally was, you know. She told me that when she saw me, she's like, oh, you know, because I've always had, not always, but recently I had my hair long and stuff, and so happens that she likes long hair and skinny guys, you know. So I fit the description, you know. Did you play any music back then? Uh well, I used to do hip hop. I used to be an MC. Oh know? shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's why I got the name Flo. Yeah, oh. Yeah like rhythm and shit yeah yeah pretty much so um yeah i met her at my job and she told me you know like she thought i was a uh, polynesian when she met me what? yeah because huh. you know, my eyes you know they're they tend to be a little slanted and stuff gotcha. like that so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes yeah. sense now yeah, yeah. <laughs> put uh, the glasses back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes are burning yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no nah, but uh yeah so she she uh she she says you know she was i mean she didn't tell me then obviously you know but she eventually told me that mm -hmm. um but you know we met there and then started dating and then you know well, you know it two years actually three years into the relationship she got pregnant and yeah. you know we have a beautiful daughter now you know and, and uh where we live now is a great neighborhood you know it's it's we can walk out at night you know 11 o'clock walk your dog we ain't gonna get mugged damn yeah dude that's how it is over there you know so going from growing up in the barrio where you can step out to now where i'm at is, is, it's nice over here yeah. but if you know the situation going on the streets are hot right now yeah, yeah, yeah. people getting shot up yep. 
um, and everything. My my street it used to be all Asians, Cambodians, yeah. like Asian boys and everything. Mm. And if you were like a Mexican, you were like a they think you were a Londo and shaved your head, you could get shot up. I bet. But now those times have changed and now it's all being gentrified where it was all Mexicans and Asians and now you see a lot of white people buying these uh, apartments and tearing them down uh -huh. and remodeling uh -huh. and jacking up the price. Um with the gentrification, what's going on? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? You know what? It depends what you're asking. If you're asking, uh, you know, the the tenants, you know, who are paying rent there, obviously it's a bad thing because, you know, it's hard for them to find a place to live. Mm -hmm. It's almost impossible to find a cheap place to live in uh, in LA. You know, mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, a lot of these neighborhoods are, you know, crime ridden. Mm -hmm. So. When, a lot of times when you gentrify the neighborhoods, you also get rid of the crime. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the one of the justifications for people who uh, uh, are for gentrification, you know, say, you know, well, you know, your neighbors are gonna look for example, Echo Park. I mean Echo Park was a mess back in the nineties, you know? You oh yeah. See people dead bodies in in the, in the water and now Echo Park is, you know, way better when it comes to crime. Mm -hmm. Um I know that recently you had the homeless situation where they got kicked out or whatever, but so it depends who you ask. It depends who you ask. Uh, you know, I don't think anything is ever an easy solution when it comes to stuff like that. You know. So, know. Yeah. What do you think about like with with the hom homeless is over? Is this? It's getting to the point. It's like bad. Like it's just junk everywhere, and this is like. They have nowhere else to go. Either do they either because they, they they went through hard times, or is it because they have nowhere else to go, or they just want to be homeless? Uh, I had an episode on that on my on one of my lives. You know, we talked about the homeless situation, and essentially what uh what it, what I found out is that um, the majority of people who are out there are chronically homeless. So that means that you know even if they get help, they end up back on the street. Uh -huh. uh, because of hope, you know, because of uh, a lot of the times, because they're, they're substance abusers, so they have issues, right? And some people said, well, even if they are, you have to ask yourself why are they even using drugs uh, to begin with? But also, the majority of these people uh, are very young, you know, that they're, they're younger than 50, you know, between 18 and 50 years old. So they are still able-bodied; they can still go out there and work. They can still. You know, it's not like they're, back in the day when you were young, you see homeless people, but it was people who had lost an arm and, and, and war or mentally ill. Exactly, right? Better. So obviously those people are still out there. And even the people who have mental illness, a lot of them have it because of all the drug usage, you know? So it's definitely preventable. Uh, and all, we've been putting money into that for years. Mm -hmm. And in the last, you know, five years, it's increased. The, the homeless situation so how does that make any sense if people are funding it mm -hmm. just try to stop it but yet still goes up okay. you know? I don't know man I just I just things are getting worse everyone's all moving out of California everyone's all trying to have that recall with Gavin Newsom it just it, he's just tearing fucking California apart it's like it's, we're being more in a deficit now yep. I was like we're getting all this free money and everything and stuff like that and and you're gonna have Biden come over here to Long Beach to try to help uh, Newsom not get recalled and try to save his job. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, the whole the whole Newsom thing. Um, I wish that these commercials would be more honest. And no, they won't. I'm not gonna tell you who to vote for. It's gonna be up to you. 
but anytime somebody tells you don't vote or don't vote uh, yes in a recall because it's a Republican takeover, that just shows you how stupid they think we are. Mm -hmm. Because they, they have Latinos, you know, or Raza, uh, so brainwashed to believe that the Democratic Party is the only way to vote, regardless of what policies they pass, regardless of its history. Many people don't know that the Democratic Party has a really racist history going back to the 1800s. Oh, yeah. You know, even more recently with Bill Clinton. You know, people hate Donald Trump, obviously, you know, for his rhetoric and for his inflammatory comments. But Bill Clinton, if you listen to his speech, when he, he was the one who initially built the wall. And a lot of people don't know that or, a lot you know, of or forget like, that or try to ignore it, right? A lot of people think, like, where all this stuff is going on, it goes back to the Ronald Reagan. Yep. And all this stuff is going on. And, and I guess in a way with George Bush, it's like, hey, I started the war. Hey, yeah. my, hey you guys, Obama, it's your call. Bush, it's your call. Biden, I'm out of it. I mean. Yep. And uh, since you mentioned Obama, and again, a lot of us don't know this, or maybe they do or just choose to ignore it, out of all the presidents, Combined, he deported more uh, people than anybody. Yeah, he put more. Yeah, he deported yeah. more people. Put more people in jail and stuff. That's why, like, a lot of the jails were all locked up and everything. The laws and everything, cops and drugs and this, whatever. It's like, damn. Yeah. So I mean, again, if if you're solely voting because of a Democratic Party or because any party, I don't I don't suggest that. I suggest that you do your research, and that's why I hold my lives. I give you, I give you information. I'm not gonna tell you, hey, this is the guy you should vote for because, at the end of the day, it's up to you. Make an informed decision on. Make sure that whatever you're voting for, something you truly believe in, even if it makes you an outcast, even mm -hmm. if, you know, quote unquote, Rasa doesn't agree with you, because mm -hmm. I'm making it clear, I'm not, I'm not, I'm voting yes in Rico. I don't want Newsom to come back for so many reasons. I, I don't. <laughs> you know. I so. Know. I saw a video of who was going to be governor, who, who's want to be governor of yeah. California, uh -huh. and he was getting harassed oh, by, yeah. by the leftists throwing eggs and, and oh, talking. That. Oh, yeah. man, I was like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's how California is. No yep. mask and everything. I mean, I get it. Enough's enough. Yep. You know, why you want to put the mask on and everything? And, and people always tell me, why are you not making a mask? Why are you not wearing a mask? Like, well, look, at, have you seen the Fauci reports? <laughs> you think, like, we think a mask is going to fucking help you? Or what do you see on DuckDuckGo? Like, a mask, some painter put a mask on. Uh -huh. And I think, like, this mask is not going to do anything. Even though all the chemicals, like, everything is just, it's not going to do shit. Yeah. So why do it? Is this, we're living in a, in a, like, a one, one world order. Like, you know? The, the, the only mask that, is 95% effective, and that's what it's called the N95, is the N95 mask, mm -hmm. right? But even that mask needs to be fitted to your face. Yes. So for that to happen, I mean, who's gonna go out of the way and actually find a mask? Again, these masks are constantly being replaced, so that's why in the beginning Fauci was like, oh, they don't work, because those masks, you know, were, he wanted those masks to go towards the medical, you know, people, the, the first responders. So people were buying all these masks that never really worked. You know, the, the, the cloth ones don't really work. The, I mean, they, they do obviously help a little bit when compared to having no mask. But that's why his rhetoric, too, has been all over the place. Because, you know, he, he himself has done a disservice to the country by flip-flopping. That's why I call him Flip-Flop Fauci. You know, or uh, the, the Keebler elf from uh, the cookies. I don't know if you... I, I eat those cookies. I he, he looks like I him. I love you know? that shit. Yeah. Uh, 
he uh, he has not been helpful with the situation. If if he was just honest with the whole situation, we would be in a, in a different place. But that's why the whole COVID thing too has become so polarized because people are like, oh no, like it doesn't it doesn't exist. And then you have these all, oh, you know, COVID is gonna kill you if you catch it. And the truth is always somewhere in the middle. It was all in the lab. They, yeah. they, they show more reports of him. Fauci was always at China, at Wuhan. Is it funding it? It's, it? A lot of people don't know. That's not true. It's like, oh. I mean, what do you think? We're getting sick and everything. You know, like with this whole COVID and everything that happened. You know, with the with the, with the you know small businesses closing down because yes. of the, you know, I lost over close to twenty one people either from COVID or wow. from suicide. Wow. You know, and that's it's sad. And the suicide thing is overlooked. You know, people are, like, trying to save lives, but you're okay with people killing themselves. Yeah, people are like, oh, he's suicide, oh, it's still COVID. Or this, whatever. <laughs> it's like, dude, make up your mind, dude. Yeah. But it's it, it's just times like that, man. It's just, maybe, well, I mean, my my dad, he, he felt like something down two years ago. It's like, I don't know about California, but I feel something bad's going to happen years ago. And he moved to Texas. There you go. He was, he was, uh... On the right move there, you know. And I was, I saw uh, one of your lives. I want to check it out tonight. But you guys are talking about Texas. Yeah, the, What's going the, on with Texas? the abortion uh, yeah. uh, law that uh, we put into place basically um, doesn't matter if you are raped or if you are, you know, somebody committed incest in your family. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to abort past six six mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, a lot of women. Are pushing back against that because they're like, oh, what do you mean? You know, like six weeks is not enough time to really know. I mean, you you barely find out you're pregnant at six weeks. If you go to um, you know, to the doctor, you know, they won't even perform any of the tests. So really, yeah, I mean, up until six weeks, I mean, you can take a urine test yourself, you know, but the one that really counts is the, the blood work, obviously, you know, when you get pregnant. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're pushing back against that. But last I heard is uh, that they're. Supreme Court is gonna basically fight against it, and more than likely they're going to remove that law. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, what about with Mexico? Let's say they're going over there too. Um, with Mexico, uh, what's I don't know exactly what is happening there, uh, but I it's the thing is something similar. I think where they pretty much allowed, you know, abortion because in Mexico they, you know. I've been very conservative too. They, when it comes to abortions, they usually, mm-hmm. you know, I like that's a big no-no. Okay, man. Yeah. Is everything changing? What do you think about the? I want to talk about like Afghanistan. What do you think about that? Like, was it a, was it a good thing that we put out, or he just fucked up? All right. So this is my thought on that. You know, we we're talking about 9/11 earlier. Yeah. Right? I personally believe that we should have never gone there in the first place. Uh, yeah. You know. Point, yeah. Because. It was all speculations, you know, we went because first we, we went, we attacked Afghanistan, you know, because of a radical group, the Taliban. A bunch of people died that shouldn't have died. You know, even with bin Laden, I know they said they killed bin Laden, but they never showed the body. I don't know if you remember that. They never showed his body. Showed a picture of it, but we don't know if that's fake or not. Yeah, and the justification for that was just so ridiculous. I remember... It was because he wanted to respect his Muslim beliefs, but he didn't respect the beliefs when you went and bombed the shot of him. So, I, I think they did that to to make it a quote unquote success because otherwise, we wasted our time there. We wasted 20 years, money, people died, you know, veterans came back, all screwed up. So big time, man. Uh, they had to leave eventually, you know. Uh, what I don't agree with is 
is uh, you know, having some kind of plan for the native people of Afghanistan. Uh, obviously, the Taliban has taken over. So isn't that sad? It's crazy how we spent 20 yeah. years of helping the military of you know try to fight their own, and just a couple of days it falls. They took them over, and it's because a lot of these people had never fought. You know, so it's like the Taliban were ready to die, bro. They'll die for anything. They'll kill themselves. And we are back. Sorry, we had to move to another spot. Well, they just fucking left right now. <laughs> kids these days, we just saw a nanny right now earlier. And that little kid's like, fuck you, bitch. That was bad. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, that was bad. And the kid had a hat on. He was like, looked at us like, what? What are you going to do? Yep. I mean, the kids these days, they just, is it because like the how they're brought up? I mean, the parents, is, is it our fault? <laughs> our kids are too, I don't know. Sometimes you got to smack them in the face. I, I was, I, I, <laughs> you know what? I was old school, man. Yeah. I, I was the most, like, baddest Especially kid. Especially like that. I mean. I was, like, the fucking real version of Curious George. <laughs> I was getting into fucking trouble and shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck? And my dad would wake up at 2 o'clock, throw water at me, and start hitting oh, with the belt. Oh, shit. That's a little too much. So. <laughs> fuck, man. It's like, it was too much. But, yeah. hey, you, you know, it's, you had to be taught. You had to be yeah. learned, you know? Yeah. And I feel bad spanking my son. But sometimes he needs to learn, yeah. you know? I mean, there's helicopter dads and moms, but, yeah. like, I don't know. I, I think I think when it comes to that, I mean, there's a limit, obviously. And every time that I do it, I don't. I try not to do it to my daughter, too. But when I do do it, I let her know, hey, you know, I'm hitting you because of this. Mm -hmm. Because kids will remember this, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, you, you talked about it in some of your episodes, how, like, you, know, you got hit. You submission oh, yeah. right now. But if you let her know, hey, this is why I'm hitting you, then they'll recognize, okay, well, this, this is a, a consequence to my behavior as opposed to... What the fuck? Why did he just hit me? Yeah, I, I got something. So with all the generations of us, like from the parents, the grandparents, the great grandparents and stuff like that, where there was too hard, maybe they're abusive, they, they were too tough on us. Yeah. Do you feel like now this new generation, like parents, like you and I and everything, we don't want to, we're trying to be like better parents than our parents were to us. It's I like, so. at the same time, it's like, you want to be strict, you but you want to be firm, but People feel bad, like, oh, I don't want to hit my kids, but yes. they deserve it. It's, it's a, there has to be a balance. Yeah, there has to be consequences. I think uh, the best, I mean, I work with kids. I've been working with kids for 14 years, so, mm -hmm. you know, that, that helps a lot. But there has to be a balance with, uh, you know, punishment and rewarding. Mm. So, obviously, if you're punishing your kid too much and your kid's going to resent you, they're going to they're gonna hate you for that. Mm -hmm. If you give them too much stuff, they're not going to appreciate what you do for them. So even from, for myself, my situation, I guess I have a daughter, she's three and a half. I just started giving her allowances. Oh, wow. So I, I let her know, hey, like, if you, right now I'm trying to potty train her. So I was like, you know, if you, if you go and poop, I'll give you, I'll give you some money. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, I need to go poop too. <laughs> hey, babe, <hey>, one dollar. <laughs> you know? So, so like doing that already, trying to show her, okay, there's a reward to, to positive, you know, behavior. Now, if you don't, if you have negative behavior where you act up or whatever, I let her know you're not gonna get your money this week, you know, whatever. And she already she already knows the value of that, mm -hmm. you know, at this this early. So I think, I mean, that's the way I was raised too. I mean, my dad would give us allowances, and the only reason why I did good in school was because of that, because I hated school growing up. Uh -huh. But he would give us eight, ten bucks for every A that we brought home. How come they don't teach us back then about saving up? Or about uh, credit cards in this way. Are you talking about the, the schools? Or are you talking about this family? This family with like a, with a lot of people, a lot of our people. It, it's 
sometimes they don't teach us to save, you know, and we always got to work hard and this and mm -hmm. balancing your credit and all that. They need to have something in school. But at the same time, you teach people that in school, then a lot of these credit card companies are going to be like, well, fuck, how are we going to make money? Yeah, we yeah. need we yeah. need them to be in debt so yep. we so they can come pay us, you know? I think that's a great segue into history of our people, mm. you know? Uh, to answer that question, I would say that most people don't know how to budget money. They're financially illiterate, you know? And this goes for not just a roster, just a lot of people just, you know, who are economically deprived, don't understand that, don't understand the value of it, right? Uh, a lot of us who, especially who come from immigrant backgrounds or just, you know, poor backgrounds, we think that having money is having a badass car or having the, the next best shoe or having clothes that looks fly or whatever. You're getting haircuts look like Edgar. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? So, so we, we, we see that as, okay, look at me, you know, uh, especially within our own community, because within our own community, like you talked about the crabs in a bucket mentality. Yes. There's people who are poorer than others, but at least I'm not as poor as this fool over here. So I, I have, I have these shoes, you know, you, you see it growing up, you know, and in the community, I remember when I was younger, I got into an argument with the kid uh -huh. and he was like, well, at least I don't live in a garage, huh. you know, cause I invited him to, to my place, you know, when I was younger, I was talking about that. Uh -huh. So there's competition even with, even with that, you know? So uh, I think that's why we don't save because uh, we want to show the rest of our peers that, hey, look, I'm valuable because I have these shoes as opposed to, uh, and even not just saving, just, you know, learning how to invest your money or learning about the stock market or just other things that- Like Bitcoin. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like for me, uh, recently, I, I've gotten into sport, sports uh, bookmaking with my brother who lives in Vegas. Oh, really? That's my thing, you know? That's, Damn. That's how I try to, to make money, you know? Like, yeah. I know the sport, so I might, might as well profit off of it. You know, I'm, I'm not just gonna watch a game, I'm gonna make money off of it. You, you know? go by points or you just go by, okay, this person's gonna win and, and like, let's say I was like, I wanna bet on the UFC fight. Yeah. Okay, Conor McGregor's gonna win the second round, TKO. Or a uh, leg kick or whatever, like those. I do strictly football because that's the sport that I know. In oh, you got bucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I, we go by spreads. You know, gotcha. So points, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so you might pick a team that might still lose a game, but if they lose by a certain amount of points, depending on the spread, you can still win money out of that. Okay, you know? so if you bet on the same, I bet on the bucks. Yeah. And then they, I said, okay, I got the bucks winning by six against yeah. the Cowboys. Uh -huh. And if I get that and... The Bucks wins like oh shit they won by six. Yes. How, do I get a lot of money or if they're I, favorites, I don't bet because yeah. I, I never bet. Usually it. if they're favorites you get you have to pay more to get to get a and you get less. Okay. Right. So it's usually the best kind of bets you would want to make are when the spreads are a little closer or in your favor. Right. So they call them favorites. Favorites are when you see minus three, like you said, if that case would be minus six mm -hmm. bucks. I would not take that bet because one. You have to look at the other team too. The Cowboys pretty pretty well, as you saw, you know, like, uh, and the the team you would want to go bet with that day would be the Cowboys, you know. I remember there was a person. It was when Peyton Manning was at the Denver Broncos. They had a Super Bowl, uh -huh. and in the Super Bowl in the first quarter, uh, it was a it was a safety, and the guy got two points. Uh -huh. And some guy betted, okay, I'm gonna bet, I don't know which team it was, who got the safety. First quarter is gonna be a safety, and they he called it, and he won close to $2.3 million. Like, what the fuck? Hey, there's so many ways to win, man. See, that's, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, you have to be invested, and you have to know what you're doing too, because it, it is gambling, obviously. 
but it's only gambling if you don't know what you're doing. If you just if you just say, oh, you know, I want the Bucks to win. Okay, well, how? Do you want them to win by the points? Do you want them to win straight up? You know? And I've learned this all from my brother because he lives out there. You know, and that's what he's been doing. He's been doing that for a while, actually. I went to Vegas, man. I'm telling you, man. It's cool, but to go to the Strip, man, it stinks like fuck <laughs> over there, man. Oh, my God. It was, like, smelly. I was, like, the food's, like, eh. Yeah. I mean. And it's hot. I went to, I went to, I were staying at, me and my lady were staying at the Rio. And, uh, we, you know, it was right there by the Palms and yeah. all that. It's, it's cool, but I like to go to, I like craft beer, so there's a lot of breweries I want to check out. Would I go there again? Of Kinda, but I don't know. It's, it's I'm not a hot guy. It's too fucking yeah, 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 hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it it's, fucking kills me. And in New York during the winter, it's fucking cold. Man. I heard it's horrible, dude. I heard. I it, went there in Thanksgiving to see him, and I was like, he's like, yeah, let's go inside. This is way too cold. Really? You know, yeah, because we were walking the strip, and we couldn't take it. I heard when I was over there in Vegas, uh, my my uh, my lady, we, we met some uh, some workers, and they said when the COVID happened. They shut the lights off. It was dark, pitch black. Like all Vegas was pitch black and everything. Oh yeah, no work, dude. No it nothing. was horrible. I mean, he was sending me videos of. He's like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it because I mean, especially with sports, with sports, uh, betting. I mean, that's what Vegas depends on. They depend on that. And he, people were betting on ping pong. People were betting I, on. I don't know if you if you do you drive or fly over there. No, I drive. So, when I was like me and my we were going to Vegas, we seen a lot of the hotels that didn't make it from COVID. Yeah, like you dry up. There's one like yep. you drive. There's like a like a carnival, like a roller coaster. Like what happened Close to them, these? These they just didn't make it. Yeah, you know because I was like times were hard. I was yep. like fuck, man. But yep. at the same time, it's like you're hanging by a thread. But thank God because you know everything's opening back up. But I think in a way it's a lesson learned because what was a situation like this happens again? Be more mentally prepared. Exactly. Like a lot of the small business were were really screwed when when you know. The pine, you know, the the big ones, they like Amazon, which is killing everything. And why was it that McDonald's and all these fast food places were opening, or Target or Walmart? Great point. But none of these fucking small businesses. And this is where, hey, I need money to survive. It's like, sorry, great point. sorry. That, that's a great point. And, and this is why, again, I'm against or I'm for the recall because this dude, you know, was all about closing things down. Yeah, but he's eating in a fucking restaurant. And he had his own winery that he kept open. Yep. And he made money off the fucking stock market too. Oh, oh and by the way, I'm gonna make I'm gonna take a pay cut. Where's the fucking pay cut? You know what I mean? So clearly, you know, he had he panders to, to our community because and this and, and when I said in the live, you know, everything that he did for our people or for just you know, people that benefit from it is a response to his shutdowns, right? So he gave uh the stimulus, you approve the stimulus. Well, no shit, dumbass. Like, you fucking closed everything down. You better give us money. You know what I mean? $500 is like, not going to do a shit. You know what I'm you saying? Know? Like, because, like, you know, um, Biden, because, I mean, I get a check, 250 from Biden, yeah. like, every 15 yeah. to 500 is like, what the fuck is all this? This is not going to do shit. And it's making it worse with inflation. And the thing is, I, the thing is, like, now, a lot of people don't want to fucking work. They now they went back to yeah. work because you know why EDD stopped. It's like you said, yeah. Like voice to man, so hard to say goodbye. <laughs> but it's like to me, it's like doesn't it bother you? But that you and I were working, and there's people out there getting free checks, and that's coming out of our fucking taxes. Yeah, I mean, it pisses me off. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, oh I'm drinking beers, I'm living the life, and everything, and you're getting no, and you're getting rent free because you have that protection. Yeah. But when all that shit's going away, it's like, oh shit, what am I gonna do? And now they're fucking in debt. Obviously, people are in debt with a bunch of money. And also, and also, I don't know if they're going to, um, how do you say, lift up the, 
the rent eviction or anything yeah, like they're, that? Yeah, they're going to remove the moratorium. So, so that means you, would they have to pay or would, would they have to evict those people to get out? It's like, hey. I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen, to be honest, but I, I've heard that you basically, you were not excused from paying uh, your rent. You were basically just deferring it. So, But wouldn't, you, wouldn't that look bad if they if they can't afford the rent? It's like, hey, I'm going to go get another apartment. It's like, well, you have this record. You're like, you didn't. It's going to look bad. I mean, you're gonna, that's the thing. I was like, it's gonna, okay. It's going to go back to having more people being homeless. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, again, issue again caused by him. You know, caused by not just him, but the federal government, too, on so many levels. You know, like the... And the food prices yep. going up because I work at a market and the food prices are, like, skyrocketing. Yep. I mean, gas is almost, like, what, $5? $5.36. bucks. You don't even want to go out no more because of that shit. I told my lady, like, hey, let's go out. No, I got... Dude... For me to put a full tank of like a full tank of gas in my car, it's like almost sixty dollars. That's why I got on fucking Versa, bro. <laughs> oh, fuck, it's like it's, it's killing me, you know. Yeah. Like everything, like and and also the, I was really bummed out because they took our heroes' pay. Mm. We were getting heroes' pay for like if you're a central worker, yeah. you're in the front lines, you know, heroes' pay. And they they stopped that. It's like, well, if everything's gonna be locked down again, and now this COVID's back up, this vibrant. You know, like all this, I was like, "What the fuck is?" That? I just, I'm just, I'm done. Yeah, they, my my lady was getting that pay too. Then they, she still, she goes to work twice a week, and she works from home mm-hmm. the rest of the week. But mm-hmm. those two days, that she w- goes to work, and she works at a homeless center, so she's exposed to everything. So I, oh. I'm, also, I'm also, I'm also like speaking from that perspective too. You know, whatever she's telling me, I mean, Damn. so it's a first, first hand knowledge. You know, and again, obviously, you know, it's it's an anecdote, but. Again, doing the doing the research and, and what I saw and what she tells me, you know, like there's this one story about this one because she's moved up the 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 uh, you know the in, in, in the company she's moved up and when she was a case manager, she said that there was this one guy who she housed, right? And because they house them and they don't they don't need a job, they could just they could just they house them in a place, they live with other people, and this dude was slanging out of that apartment. So he wasn't paying rent, and he was still making money on the side by selling drugs, you know? And then once his year, year lease was up, he would just go to another homeless shelter, homeless shelter and do the same thing. <laughs> you, so, gotta, you gotta, you gotta, it's survival of the fitness. It's also bro, you know? So. It's, it's just, fuck, man. Yeah. I just, I used to be homeless, and... Yeah. Uh, I used to, me and my kids used to sleep right there wow. inside those bathrooms or wow. over here. So, but. But you're not no more. Not no more. There's times like that, but I just can't, I couldn't see myself being homeless. I was like, I, I gotta get out. I gotta get out. Sure. And for, for some, they just wanna live that life. Because you, you, uh. It's drugs. Yeah, it's, a, you don't need any responsibilities. I mean, you can do whatever you want. You can take a shit wherever you want. You don't even need to shower. That's, <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> See a lot of that shit going on. They don't give a fuck. No. Worse than the Chinese. No, no offense. There it is. That there it is. It's like you see that when, when they had to close down all the parks, even Echo Park, and they had to spend close to four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars yeah. just to clean up that fucking shit. What the fuck? I mean, yeah, I, I don't have an issue with people being homeless if you want to do that. Again, like you said, I mean, but when you start fucking up places, you know, or you start setting up in places where there's kids or just family places, and you can trash it. To me, I don't understand how you as a homeless person can trash a place if you don't even have anything. Yeah, but, but some of the parks and stuff like that, you know, um, there's a lot of syringes. Mm. 
And I was like, what the heck, dude? It's like, there's kids can pick that up and get and probably get AIDS, yep. HIV. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Dude, isn't that scary? It is. Oh. Yep. Like where your where your wife works at is it? I see a lot of those homeless shelters in like Skid Road yep. or kind of like there's some uh, programs they have it over by the art district. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of that stuff. Yeah, she she works. Uh, I think it's she works in Compton and also uh, she works somewhere in South LA. I don't know exactly where, but she says that even in the shelter, outside of the shelter, you have a bunch of people who uh, you know live outside of it, right? Uh-huh. She, tells you that this is, there's this one dude who lives in his car dude literally shits and pees himself in his car and then his homies come and pick it up and just dump it out i mean those are low homies <laughs> they're gonna come and pick up your shit and your and your piss you know <laughs> and you see a lot of these hotels now that the state bought the hotels they were making yes, money yeah. and they're making like shelter because yep. what are we gonna do with all these people yep. living there yep. and maybe they're doing that because like hey well if you want a place to stay but you got to get a job you got to get your shit money. together and all that Glad that you brought that up because um, I see that they use homeless people um, as as cattle. Yep. You know, it's money. It's like a farm. You know, yep. they get paid for it. Yep. It's like supposed to help out for the homeless, but mm-hmm. the, a lot of that money is going to them. And that's why a lot of the problems that again he's addressing Newsom, he's causing them as well. So it, it's a never-ending cycle. It's a way to stay in office. It's a way to to keep us in this victimhood mindset. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, there's problems that we deal with in the community. You know, but a lot of them are preventable, right? Um, you know, so again, that's why I'm, I'm strictly just, unless there's a Democrat that I think really is for our people and really, not just our people, but just, you know, for, for, for the citizens of the nation or, or for the residents of the city or the state, you know, because nobody can be just for one group. It's impossible, you know, and if they are, then they have some kind of self-interest. You know, so, so far on the Democratic side, I have not seen somebody like that in a very, very long time, really ever, I would say, I mean, in my lifetime. So uh, I think the only one that I liked during the presidential elections, I don't know if you've heard of her, Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, that's my girl. Yeah, I, I, love, I her. love her. She knows about the military yep. stuff. She was post, She was going to break the social media, the monopoly yep. and shit like that, which yep. was really good because it's monopolized. Yep. It was really fucked up what they did to her yep. because of social media, because of Twitter and all that exactly. stuff, Facebook and Instagram and Trump and like that because they saw her as a threat. Exactly. Hey, let's find a way to get rid of her. And that's what Hillary, Hillary Clinton and all the Democrats did because yep. she saw her as a threat. I liked her and I, and I like Andrew Yang. Same here. So initially, when he first ran, I was I was I was on him. That's my girl. Yeah. Right She's so hot that, too. Yeah, that's why I bought her for too, man. Yeah. Yeah. When when I when I heard of her, she was a guest on Joe Rogan. Yes. And they did an episode. Was it was Joe Rogan, uh, her and Jocko. Yes. And a lot of the stuff that what they did wrong in Iraq was like it opened my eyes on a lot of things. Yes. And, and for her from being Hawaii a senator and all that stuff, maybe and maybe she has a chance to maybe run again. Who knows? But Hopefully. That that's. We need change. Yeah, we do. But I think in a way, you could put a president in there, but who's really calling the fucking shots? There's someone higher. It's the corporations. It's the banks. Yep. Rothschild. It's the people who got money, man. Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got shit when I posted that these are the real viruses. And that's when, that's when you got, uh, they told you to, you know, not post up or what? That's post what up. I got, and that's why I got shadow banned. Ah, uh, for uh, that, huh? I got shadow banned and uh, I got my account suspended until next Wednesday, Tuesday. Wow. Well, because you speak the truth, and yeah. a lot of people don't want to know about the truth. But that's one thing about social media: like if you post something, they think like it's false, this, whatever. 
even if you talk talk about like hey this covid it was from a lab and this like anything you can get banned mm-hmm. that's, that, that's why that's why i get scared to to have a youtube channel because you can get censored and all that and my there goes my youtube channel yeah but that I, well, well i'm not saying it this is what's going on when i say on duck, duck, Go. yeah but we need more people like that because that narrative you know is not out there or not even the narrative just the facts and this is the thing when it, since we're talking about that again when it comes to these when it comes to COVID and the vaccine you know both sides you have the anti-vaxxers you have the vaccine nazis that i call you know because oh. they're like you need to get it or you know you're an asshole if you don't get it right mm-hmm. you have those guys they both use numbers to scare you into doing making a decision right so the the vaccine nazis will use all the deaths obviously people have died from it there's no there's no denying that you know whether it's numbers that we think they are, that's up for debate. Well, they, well, they talk you know, about, yeah. they say, like, the hospitals are full. Well, I yeah, don't see the hospitals exactly. fucking full. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and if you're a hospital worker and stuff, if you don't take the vax, you're fired. Yeah, and that's why I had a, a first responder on, on my podcast. I was you know what? Give me give it to me straight, bro. I know this guy for 20 years. Really? You I know? gotta see this episode. Yeah. So he, I was like, I asked him everything about the vaccine, about COVID. He's, he, he's been there since it started, bro. He's, he's, been, he's an RN. And he's, he's, he's seen stories of people, right? And he told me that there is uh, certain medications that that could help you with COVID if oh, you yeah. happen to catch it, but the FDA won't approve them. Yeah, because they're gonna lose money. Yeah. If you get that, I yeah. mean, look what happened with Joe Rogan. He got COVID for exactly. three days, and he's like, and they criticized him, CNN, and all like, what the fuck is going on? warming supposedly. Yes, <laughs> you know, he did all the stuff on all that, but without taking, he he they got want him to die, man. They wanted him to die. They're making it. They're gonna crucify him. Yep. Like, see, I told you, he yep. was a he was a non-vaxxer and all yep. that, but. I took the vaccination, yeah, you know, fine. because of my work. Because, but now it's like, if you don't take the vaccination, you can't you can't go to work, you can't yep. do this, you can't do that. Now it's getting to the point they want our kids to be vaccinated. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't like vaccinations because yes. I feel, I don't want I don't want to get into a little conspiracy, a little rabbit hole. But I feel like the, the, with the the vaccination with my oldest son, I think it was a cause of autism. Yeah, I mean that's there's been studies on that too, and there's been you know especially with Rasa and even black kids too how. Try, that woof. That's a creepy little yep. story because yep. why you focus on Asians, Blacks, and 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 and, and Mexican yep. people mm-hmm. because you don't want to see them grow. It's like, well, what we kind of do? Well, it's giving these vaccinations. If something happens to them, they could be mentally retardation, you know, autism and all that, and they can't produce. Yep, especially because we reproduce. Even with know. the women being sterilized. <laughs> yep, that's yep. a little creepy right there yep. as well. That too. I heard about stuff from women in cages and all that stuff, being sterilized if they go in prison and all that stuff. I heard a lot of weird stuff about that. They just, they're trying to stop us from growing. Yeah, and, and they're also, going back to that too, I mean, just to say what that too is the whole immigration thing. Uh, you know, obviously the immigration issue is a very touchy issue because you have people coming over here. You have the, the radical, you know, Aslanistas or people who are really into the Chicano, you know, movement or just identity who say, no, anybody should be able to come in without any kind of documentation, uh-huh. you know? And then you have the, you know, build the law people who are like, nah, nobody should come in, you know, they need to, have to go through the proper way, whatever. But I don't know if you notice this with, with the government officials, both the Democrats and Republicans do nothing about the situation. They just, Democrats encourage it, right? They encourage people to come over. Knowing that we're already in a fuck situation, right? Republicans pretend to hate it and say, oh, illegal aliens this, illegal immigrants that, but they both benefit from it. Why? Because these people in cages who come over, they have no documentation. So if they get lost, 
no one no one is able to track them a lot of these kids are being trafficked into sex trafficking oh yeah and the women too oh yeah right or into slave labor right who is going to report that these people don't know anybody here. and where are the kids going to once they get transferred where are they exactly. going to going to different countries and this so that's why the U.S. government doesn't do anything about it because they understand it's a huge business, and, and not just for the U.S. but for also the cartel down south. And they make a killing off of that. They use the immigrants to pass drugs, or they use them also as sex slaves, right? No one's gonna put. No one's gonna put. A, if you legalize it, that would just make even, even more of a killing. But obviously, you have to play this politic game between Republicans and Democrats because if you if they both legalize it, then they also lose voters. There was a picture I posted, and like I said, it got taken down. It was the immigrant people. They were in the middle. Where do we go to the United States? And they had the army shooting, have, having their guns at them. Or should we go back to Mexico? We have the cartels shooting at them. So they're fucked either way. Yep. No so what can around. you do? You suck. If, if Kamala Harris is like, hey, don't no, come. No. Go home. Just go. Man, what can bad. you do? I mean, look at the countries. Look, look, at, well, look at the influence that the United States did with the Central America. Yep. I mean, all that El Salvador and all that, that was all influenced all because of the Cold War with Nicaragua, because yep. of the spread of the communists. Yep, That goes exactly. back, man. Yeah. So it, there has been situations where, you know, uh, Latin America has tried to govern itself, but the U.S. will intervene. Like I said, this is going back to Puppets. foreign policy. You know, they'll put people that agree with their policies or, mm -hmm. you know, agree with their businesses. So there's been that, right? So uh, you can argue that too, that, they should be able to fix their countries, but, you know, and again, this, this is going back again to to history, right? And this is a great segue into that. Uh -huh. A reason why we have the situation we have in Latin America uh -huh. is not just because he was foreign policy. It's because of the history of Spanish colonialism yep. that is still present with us today. And what I mean by that is not so much the racism. I mean, that's always going to be part of of society you're not gonna never gonna get rid of that no you know attitudes of people mm -hmm. but the ideology of you know raza has never been united we've never been united ever <sighs> we can people I, I i know i hear from world M radio i hear from gill or i can hear from you and, and brown and ranting with what can we do we can preach and preach and yeah. preach but when I, I used to be really for that. I used to be really trying to unite people. But then as I got an older, I realized that people are so stuck to ideologies, right? Because even, even the people who I said, who are like, oh, I'm up for the raza, you know, I'm up for taking the land back and stuff like that. Even those people don't like how I think. And why? Because I don't want that. I don't want to take no land back. What the hell is that going to do for us? How many more wars are we going to have? We had the Mexican independence movement in the 1800s. 100 years later, we had the Mexican Revolution. Then we had the Cristero Revolution. And then we had these cartels. How much more blood do we need in Mexico and not in America to say, okay, this is the war to end all wars. So this whole concept of unity sounds beautiful. And this is why I say this, and this may sound controversial to some people who follow me and maybe, well, maybe they agree with it. Yeah. My people are my circle of people. That includes the raza. That might include non-rasa, right? Obviously, I cater towards rasa because I'm rasa, you know? But I am open to helping anybody out who, who you know, wants to get helped out. So that's why 
you can have your own people hating on you because they, they don't agree with, with your ideology. And that's when I noticed that these people who claim to be all about Rasa only are about that if you agree with them. Otherwise, they don't give a shit about you. <laughs> I do it. I fucking do it, dude. I do it. If you're not with us, you're against us. Exactly. That's why if you like, well, I don't like how you preach and all that stuff. Or when you have... <laughs> I have to bring this up, man. Bring it up, man. Bring it okay. up. Okay. When you did the, the, the episode about the Latino podcasters, you know, and all that, you know, the... the what you said is like that. No motherfuckers need to change their name, <laughs> and you know that's when a lot of people are tagging us. Like, hey, we're, we're gonna talk about it and everything, but there's some that are just gonna watch but not jump on because yeah. they just want to see what you have to say. And it's like, you know what? We're gonna see that episode, and we're gonna have our force. I got two cents, you know. Yeah. And I was thinking like, well, we talk about you're for the culture and all that stuff, and you're about for the people and stuff. Yeah. Well, come on. But why? Why not come? Why come? You don't want to come on? That's exactly. the thing. I just exactly. and that's the thing about being supported with certain Latino podcasts mm-hmm. is just like there's some that are, are serious so I'll, t- I'll take them serious and there's some that they they, they see it as a joke yeah I mean they're, they're using that to to preach a certain you know agenda because you understand people are very emotional so if you use that as your title you know then you'll be able to get a lot of followers you know oh look you know uh and again, going back to my title, I know, I know my title is called Across the Stand, right? And just even just to get more into that, mm-hmm. how I came up with that name. Yes. Again, seeing all these narratives of people, you know, you mentioned the whole George Floyd thing. Yes. That's really when the idea started. Oh. I was like, I need to, I need to start getting out here, and because I was getting into, I would see all these all these posts about the police. I would see all these posts about the black squares, you know, like all these things that people were just repeating over and over. Hey, do you? Yeah. But I was, I, whenever I see something being pushed a lot, I always step back and say, wait a minute, why are they pushing this? Because the BLM movement started, what, like 10 years ago, right? Yeah. It's something like that, right? And something it started like off that. with, with, uh, with uh, Trayvon Martin, right? Yeah. And at first, no one was really giving any attention to it, mm-hmm. right? It was just the local community, right? And last year, when that happened, you Man. saw how it got, how it became commercialized. Very Every commercial. single corporation, BLM, BLM, BLM. And that's when I knew that shit lost its its influence. Or not, or for me, like it lost its its uh, original purpose. The thing with that right there, it's a very, when you say BLM is a very corporation, you know, a lot of people will say, Mega Man, do you support BLM? And I'll be honest, I don't. Mm-hmm. I'll support the black community and, and what's going yeah. on. And say, so, well, how come you don't support BLM? Well, that thing is funded by George Soros. Mm-hmm. What about Antifa? Yeah. What about the, the accusations of with the money that's going from the BLM is going buying these lavish houses and this <laughs> and money and all that? All these and they're scandals. Marxist too. <laughs> yeah, all the leaders, all the scandals yeah. and all that stuff. So where is my money going to? Yeah. And if you're supporting BLM, that money was going straight to Joe Biden's campaign. Oh, absolutely. What the fuck was that? I didn't go for that motherfucker. None of that is going to their communities. That's what happened in Chicago, where a lot of the black people were like, when people were getting killed after riot and everything, and they have all these BLMs, like all these colors, like, come on, you know, we're going to support. And the black people were like, we don't want you guys here. You guys doing shit for us. Mm. And we saw videos of it. I was like, what the fuck's going on? And they took it down. I was like, we don't need you here. You're not doing anything. You're just making matters worse. You don't know what's going on in Chi-Town mm. and Chirac and all that. It's, yeah. What the fuck? 
Yeah, I mean, some, especially leaders, when well, so-called leaders of these organizations, they get addicted to to the influence they have on people. And they don't, and black, I didn't know, I know it's a BLM, they don't want black people supporting Raza. They don't want that black and brown unity together. It's I, like... Interesting. Yeah, I, I know that, that even the whole, you know, the whole uh, pushback. Did you know who was talking about that? I had him on the podcast, In Between the BS. I don't even know about that. I mean, yeah, I, I, they I, don't I, want that stuff. Wow. They don't want you to be, no, no. They want you to be like, no, this is our say. No, no, no. They yeah. don't want that that brown and uh, black unity yeah. to, to unite. To like, hey, we could take over this fucking country if we work together. No, they just want us to be divided. Like, no, hate each other and shit. Look what's going on with the street vendors. Yeah, yeah. Crazy and, and, shit. And, and and that again is another controversial thing that we're not and we're not put on the light because. Nobody cares about us as a community, not even us. White people got, white people got their laws. Asian people they got their, they got their say. They got what they wanted. Black people got what they wanted. What about us? What about us? And again, it goes back to us not even even being united. We don't even care about us. So why would anybody care about us? How would anybody want to stand, stick their chest out for us if we don't even, you know, within our own families, we we fight. Oh, you know? I, oh, I, I don't talk to family members because the way, like, I don't see, a, I don't see, I don't agree with what you have to say. Yeah. You don't know what's going on. Maybe because, so a lot of my family live in the Central Valley and they're, they're a lot, they're Republicans. They're, yeah. they're liberal, you know, like, well, you don't see what's going on and stuff. And at the same time, it's, 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 it's sad. We're, we're more concerned with what we should call ourselves than what we should do for ourselves. Ooh. The black community has two names, black, African-American, whites. White and American, uh-huh. Asians, Asians. What do we call ourselves? Latinos, Raza, Latinx, Chicano, Chicanx, Indigenous. That is very. See, that's the we, thing. We can't even agree on a term, bro. What are we then? Latinx. Well, I'm a Latinx or this. It's like, well, what am I? A coconut? Yeah. I, mean, I speak Spanish. Coconut too, right? That, I'm a coconut. Be those, right? So, we can't even agree on a term, but we can all call ourselves. So, how can we ever be united? Yeah, there's even a term, I don't know if you heard it, it's like, hey, are we the booster cl- a booster shot club? The booster shot. We get the boosters and shit, oh, like, yeah. when you come in, hey, if you can survive the vaccine, you survive the booster shots, we get that shit, but hey. I don't know. I, it, time will tell. Even the term brown, some people don't like it, you know, because they're like, oh, I'm, I'm not brown. I'm, you know, like, I'm brown, but my skin isn't brown. You know, like, you're lighter than me. Like, some people will say, well, he's not brown. Like, I guess in a way, if you're brown, you're you're, you're frowned upon because you're not yeah, light skinned. Because yeah. like they say like, hey, if your color was this, you would be more like middle and lower class. If you're light skinned, you that are goes more back superior. to the caste system that I was talking about earlier. You know, that's why people try to marry up or marry somebody lighter than skin than them because yes, you know, that goes back to years of, of, of the system that still affects us today. You know, if you see all the all the news in Latin America, usually newscasters are all light skinned. There was, a, there was a guy who came on Burning Radio called Clear Bear. Yeah, I remember. And uh, he talked about a lot of things. And uh, me and my lady, were, were, we got into a heated argument. Mm. And I told her, you're Mexican, right? I said, yeah. yeah. So why do, you, why do you dye your hair blonde? Ooh. And he says, what do you mean? It's like, oh, I like it. It's like the color. But like why I said, that? why? So you don't care about your indigenousness? You don't yeah. care about your color? You don't care about who you are? Why? I'm gonna wash my hands, but I'm 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 not gonna be white. I'm always gonna be brown. Yeah. And I told her that you're not you're not white. Mm. You're not you're not you want to be blonde. I always get weirded out by a lot of uh, Latina women like <laughs> they're all why, dark and have why, why do you want to be blonde for? You, it's just 
For what? A lot of it comes from probably people telling them, you know, they're too dark or too ugly, especially women. I think it's more of a problem for women because, you know, women, they value themselves or they're told to value themselves based on their looks. Uh -huh. Because men will value on your looks. Yes. It doesn't matter how smart you are. It doesn't matter how accomplished you are. Most men, when they look at you, are going to look at your looks. And if you don't look a certain way for them, they're not probably not going to go up to you, you know, unless... You're more, I guess, conscious, or even those people who are so so called conscious, the the male feminists, right? Those are the worst, bro, because they will use that to get into girls' pants, bro. They'll say anything to get into girls' pants. They'll lie to them. Yeah. Dude, that's a very touchy subject right there as yeah. well, because you see a lot of the our kids who are now being taught to be gay in the mm. early stage. Like, why do that for? Like, there was an incident in Orange County. I think it was in Newport where. A woman did a video. I think she, she got fired. Where instead of play, play, you know, pledging allegiance to the flag, pledging oh, allegiance to yeah. the rain to the rainbow flag and everything. Like, what are you doing? And you have immigrant kids teaching. Like, is this is what we're taught to yeah. be an American? Yeah. To teach to, to you know pledge allegiance to the gay like to the gay flag. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is that? You know, the, the, there is. Ten years ago, when I think this is when it really started. Ten years ago, with the with the act to allow people to get married right that was very controversial back in the day uh, but even in those maybe a little bit more 10 12 years in those 10 to 12 years it's completely changed to hey I just want to get married to this is people are not who they are people are can identify like this today and the next day they're this and pronouns this and it's becoming so possible to have a regular conversation with somebody because it feels like you're stepping on eggshells Oh yeah, it is. It's yeah. weird. It's, it's like, weird. what? Are you? How narcissistic do you have to be that I have to address you based on how you feel here, as opposed to what I see? Like, I will never look at you, Mega Man, and say you're she. Mm -hmm. Even if, even if you happen to identify that that way, because I'm looking at you and I'm seeing, you know, mm -hmm. obvious male features in you, but people will get offended off of that. And it's, it's ridiculous because that's in your head. It's like how you identify. It, why does it matter what I call you if you identify that way? It's, it's like it's like if I if you told me, hey, you Salvadoran. If I get and I give you like a whole sissy fit and say, you know what? No, I'm Mexican. You better never fucking call me Salvadoran. Oh yeah. I get it. Why you might call me that? Because you know we we look this we look similar. Yeah. You know I'm not gonna be like oh you're. You're fucking racist or you know oh, just like hey some people get fans like hey you're mexican no i'm salvadorian like yeah. what the fuck's like well, i don't know we're all together yeah, exactly. we all you know we're right. all you know it's we're, nationality right like like clear like like clear bear said you know so damn clear bear I'm, I, he 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 talks about it you know yeah. like hey we are cut our our people have been genocided for years like 385 million people and it's still going to this day it, it's like and no one talks about it yeah, because I mean, it's again, it's not, it's not popular. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't sell anything. It doesn't make money, you know. And again, we don't even care about it. Most people reject the concept of being any kind of indigenous, you know, whether they speak the language or not. Uh, and in some cases, really, in a lot of cases, a lot of Raza has black in them too. But that is even further from from being recognized because if you don't even recognize your indigenous side. When you're clearly dark, you're not gonna recognize that part, you know. Uh, so that it was a way to to culturally uh, destroy, you know, to destroy, you know, a culture, uh, you know, through through. But then again, it happens everywhere, you know. I know that 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 there is a big push 
to do that. But if you look at the history of the Spanish people and why they did that, right? Mm -hmm. You mentioned you have family in Spain, right? I think. Yes. They came from a time where all they believed in was Christianity, and that was the right way to do things. You know, this is before computers. Most people back in the day, bro, they don't know how to read. So whatever somebody told you, that is what you believe. So, you know, I'm not justifying what they did, but either you back then either you were a Christian or you were an infidel. So it wasn't so much about race, it was more about religion. And the Spanish had been under Islamic control for 800 years. And most people don't know that. I didn't know that. You know? Uh, huh. So they were fighting a holy war with, 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 uh, with the Moors from Northern Africa. And then before that, the Romans controlled the area. So people are always getting conquered. Races are always being mixed. Cultures are always being created. Yes. But this is a product of the world. What happened here in America is not, is not an exception. It is, it is the, it is the norm. Everywhere in the world, everyone has been conquered to some extent, and even here, there were empires conquering other native peoples, and that is often overlooked. That's why the Mexica were conquered because they had so many enemies. Because think about it, how can a little bit of a hundred people conquer a huge empire? It doesn't make any sense. They had over 50, 500,000, you know, like allies that the Spanish got. Native allies, native people attacking the Mexicos, bro. And nobody ever brings that up. Fuck. Fuck. Empires is defeating empires. Yep. It's like well, Afghanistan, you know, yep. they call it the, the graveyard of empires. Mm -hmm. You know, you had all, when you yep. went to uh, Alexander the Great, couldn't conquer that. Yeah, Afghanistan, it. it's the people. It goes, they, they're, they're warriors. Mm -hmm. When you had the Soviets try to take over, they they got, they kicked their ass and yep. they kicked our ass. Yep. You can't, and, and, they, and they're the poorest country. Yep. And they defeated us. Yep. I'm sorry, we lost. Yeah, I mean, it, the region helps a lot, too. I think it's very mountainous, too, so. Yes, the people, regions, yeah. Yeah. And, and think about it, too, like you said, I mean, if you're there and you're like, why am I even here? Mm-hmm. When you're being conquered, you're going you're gonna to have more of a reason to fight back as opposed to, well, I'm going to go fight somebody because I have to be here. It's my job. <laughs> you know? And the morale wasn't there either. It's like, why am I in a foreign country that I don't even know? And we're, we're fighting in their home turf. Exactly. Well, we're almost getting to the end. Yes. And um, when you look back from all these episodes and the podcasts you do and where your daughter grows up and she looks like it's, it's really... You're doing this for, I know you're doing it for the people, but also are you making it more like for your daughter to understand the stuff that you've been through when you know when she grows up and everything like, hey, this is what, this is what I was taught. This is what I have to tell people. And this is what you should, you should know instead of looking at the TV and this, whatever, whatever comes out of your mouth and she's going to listen to you more. I don't, I don't know if I'm doing that intentionally, but I mean, you want to teach her the right way instead of sure. the wrong way. For sure. I mean, definitely going to, cause she's going to go to school soon, you know, and she's yes. going to be learning things. Like you said, you talked about these teachers who have they don't ideologies. Teach. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, it's scary. It, it's, it's so, I got to let her know, Hey, off the bat, uh, this is what daddy believes. This is what mommy believes. You know, this is what we believe in this house. You're going to be hearing things outside of that. Um, and what I will let her know is whenever you think something is fishy, it probably is. 
So question it. Question it. Don't just take it in because a teacher told you, because a president told you, because a cop told you, whatever. Question everything. And not just for the sake of questioning, but to find the truth. Because everyone has an agenda, bro. Whether whether is it to convince people to think like you or to, in my case, my agenda is to give people the truth. The truth, right? Uh, and so... Hopefully, when she does get older and she sees or hears these episodes, you know, she's able to, to, to understand how I saw the world at that age. And hopefully, she's proud of it, you know, so she can see, oh, my dad was uh, pretty involved with, he was a participant, not just a, not just a consumer, because we live in a consumer society and a lot of us don't produce shit. You know, we just take in stuff. And bye, bye, bye. And we don't put stuff out. And, and that's another reason why I'm doing Ooh. what I'm doing. It's because we don't, we, a lot of us ain't doing that. You know, uh, we need to have yeah. our voices heard. You need, to, you need to push the narrative. Exactly. And not just the narrative, oh, of the same thing. Oh, we're victims. Oh, you know, the police hates us. Oh, why people hate us? Nah, dude, like, really look at these problems and really find out what is the root of, the, of our issues to try to actually fix them and not just deflect the blame on somebody else. It's easy to do that. It's easy to say the white man's putting me down. It's easy to say I'm getting harassed by cops because that means that you don't have to blame anybody. I mean, you don't have to blame yourself. You can just blame anybody else and say, well, it's not my fault that I'm getting harassed. It's not my fault I'm poor. It's not, you know what? That's so easy to do. It's harder to say, you know what? I, ha I got fucked up cards I was dealt with. All right, what am I going to do about that? Am I gonna bitch and complain my whole life about the system and the white man and this? Or be, or shit, or be like that? Or exactly. be like the shoulda, coulda, woulda? Exactly. Or am I actually gonna do something about my situation and be like, you know what? This ain't right. And I'm gonna move up in the system that wasn't made for us. Well, guess what? Fuck you to that, because I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do in this system that wasn't made for us. Because I'm a fighter, bro. I don't care what wasn't made for me. I don't care. I've been defying the odds my whole life, bro. You know what I mean? So uh, that's what I hope that. You know, people get out of this. Fuck, we gotta do a part two, man. <laughs> oh, I just want to say, flow, man. I'm, I'm just gonna be like, I'm gathering all this info, and I feel like, I think we just only scratched the surface. Yep. There's some yep. more stuff to talk about. For sure. I just, I had my, I had my book and had a lot of stuff that I want to talk about, but I want to save that for a part two because, I, I think when we do a part two down the road, I really want to go really, really deep on a lot of stuff that might be a little controversial. Of course. But. It has to be talked about, of course. And I just, I feel like with some some Latino podcasts, they, they kind of yeah don't want to talk about they it. They sugarcoat it. They were yeah. they're worried about like you know, Megan, man, I don't want to bring you on. You're just too controversial. It might kill my followers. It might kill my my listens. But you have to. Yeah. You got to challenge yourself. Yeah, you do. And that's what I have to do. I challenge. I I want to bring anyone come on. I just want to because I want to know who you're all about or or I want to I want to I want to try to get Brown on. For sure, man. He has a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, he does. He's, He's gonna be in LA in a couple weeks, I think. So you should you should hit him up. Yeah, and um, I'm gonna have Ranty with Romos coming on. He's, I need to connect with, connect with him too. You was, gotta get him yeah. on. That guy, I, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, he he was saying that he was watched by he was I think by the FBI. Yeah, watch. I think you were telling me that. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to get him on and was promoting him. And uh, I IG just blocked me. They uh, shadow banned me and all that. I'm gonna have this person on. They blocked my life. All that stuff. The weird thing about it, after that, three days after, um, everything went back to normal. So, they, so wow. you know, they're watching. They're yeah. watching what he does. Yeah. He posts a lot of radical stuff, but mm -hmm. it's the truth. But I think a lot of people are just not ready for it. 
Yeah. You know, they're like, it's too much. And so I was like, well, okay. But if shit happens, shit happens. Or sometimes I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to bring a chingo bling. Oh, nice. That'd be dope if you get him on, dude. That would be something. I know. He's uh, that, that red tamale, man. He's yeah. that the podcast. He's yep. like, he's very go, go Republic with Trump and all that stuff. And, uh, and see if I could try to bring Gil from American Cholo. And yeah, he's, he's, cool he's one of those guys where he just, you know, like, he just says how it is. Yeah, and we all got our network, man. We all got our network, you yeah. know, and, and, and really connect with all of these people doing that already. And that's why I appreciate you coming on here. That's why I drove out here, you know. Hey, um, man. Hey, I'm, you know? dude, it, it, it's an honor to have you on. I really appreciate yeah. it. I know that kid was all being an asshole to, her, <laughs> to, to his nanny and shit, but it's all good. He you probably know? got spanked when he got home. But, <laughs> but, but that's the thing. I just want to bring a lot of good people on. I want to bring a lot of people who can talk about stuff that they don't want to talk about, you know, and like with you and Gil and, and everyone else. I, I really, I really want to understand what can we do to to unite our people because I mm. felt like I think we I thought we had a chance when the situations happened with Vanessa Guillen yeah but even then people didn't care they, they it was only for a short time yeah you know people are going marching and everything and having the mother and the, and the sister or whatever go to the Trump and pass a law and all that stuff and what's really going on with the military bases in Fort Hood and Texas and all the stuff's going on it's like did she know something that she wasn't supposed to know and that's why she got murdered or or maybe just a lot of things. There's just a lot, and you see a lot of you see a lot of a young military Latino, uh, Latino, uh, and women and everything getting murdered. Yeah, I heard something in Florida that he he must have said he must have known something everything, and they killed him, and they found his body somewhere in in the ocean of Florida. That's Crazy the irony shit. about that too, man. You go to the military to try to protect your country, and your own country kills you. So that's a whole different conversation. That's a yeah. whole different conversation. Well, yeah. I just want to say, Flo, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. And do you have any shout outs or where can everyone follow you at? Uh, so if you want to follow me on uh, IG, it's at rasa.stand.podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'm also on YouTube. You know, I just finished season two. So uh, if you want to be a guest on it, mm-hmm. you know, if you have something you really, really, you know, do you think we should talk about, mm. shoot me a DM there on my IG. I'm open to having anybody. Uh, disagree with me even better because yeah, those are good conversations to have you know I promise you I'm not gonna get mad people assume I get mad when I challenge them but I don't get mad mm-hmm. only two people can get me mad make a man really my brother and my wife anybody else has not pissed me off <laughs> you know yeah bravo man <laughs> I, I I was getting lectured all day why you do lives you're not special it's like <laughs> why it's like well, fuck you're killing me it's like rah, 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 rah. Yeah. I'm still on chapter two of Latina women in the book yeah. I still got like what 100 chapters 100 chapters to go I'm telling you man it's like you, you try to do whatever you yeah, can, but... Yeah, women are something else, bro. They are something else. They're jealous. They'll, they'll scratch your car. They'll do everything <laughs> and stuff like that. They'll be on your ass. But you know what? They'll, they're ride and die. They fucking love they you do. They shit. do. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say that, you know, she my wife has been with me for seven years, you know, and I'm not going to be, you know, say that I've been perfect, obviously. You know, I have my flaws too, you know. Yeah. We go back and forth, you know. Yeah. But what I do appreciate about being with her is that we're both honest with each other. Even when we're pissed, bro, like, I can say whatever I want to her obviously you know like i know what not to say you know uh but i know that at the end of the day i love her and she loves me you know and because there's people who can't even do that in a relationship you know like for example if i get mad i'll say some shit that she probably won't like at the moment Mm -hmm. but if i don't say that shit to her i know that i'm lying to myself Mm -hmm. you know 
So that's the same thing with my yeah. lady. I, I, I put her, I put her up. I, I, I challenge her. Yeah. And he's like, why do you always pick on me or why you question me? Because I love you. That's because I love you, but yeah. I want you to be better because you could talk all big and everything, but when it comes to people, why do you always get quiet? Exactly. Why do you get shy? Like, exactly. Hey, speak up, man. You exactly. got something to say? Fucking speak up. No, no why you still long here? No, why she took you to jail like that? <laughs> exactly. But, but that's the thing. I just, I, I just. I want my I want my lady to be a better person, yep. you know. Yep. And I think because she, it took her like a year or two to understand why I do podcasts. Yeah, and yes. she didn't know that. It says, "Well, why?" Because when you when you do podcasts for a long time, you mature and you, you see things very you different. You do, you do. And I'm then, already noticing that too. I I love it. It's just like I was like, well, "How come I never did this years ago?" But it made me a better person to not dwell on the past and this and getting to know people's personalities. It was like. Huh. Yeah, and then you you learn more about yourself too. Learn yes. about how you think. You learn about, uh, you know, maybe what you're biased about. You know, like I said, I mean, that's why. I think for me, what's easy is that I've been teaching for uh, ten years now. Oh wow! So that is helpful. You know, the communication style, how I present information, wow. is easy because of that you uh -huh. know obviously i've been doing it with kids you know so it's different now that i have an audience that's mainly adults you know yeah yeah, yeah. uh but uh that's why that's why you know it's a uh, it's cool to to be able to to do that uh but as far as everything else and shout outs mm -hmm. obviously thank big thank you to you for oh, having man. me on like i oh, said yeah man you know uh and shout shout outs to uh 88 street lucha comic if you have not you know <laughs> seen his comics i like his comics that boy is uh and also, he's got another podcast, you know, the, the um, I think Mike's Mystery Mansion, if I'm correct. Oh, I just did it, man. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. I like it. I, yeah. I gave him some pointers because uh, a while back he told me, like, hey, they hear my podcast. What should I tweak out? And I was like, okay. Yeah, and yeah. I left, like, this long video. <laughs> message. He, I was like, look, man, I love you. I don't want you to get all butthurt. Just keeping it real. Yeah. Because who else yeah. is going to tell you? Yeah, that? but you opened it up, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, I yeah. I just want to see... I want to see you win. I want to see Brown win. Yeah. I want to see him win. I want to see a lot of people win. Whatever I can do, and, and I don't want to be around that negativity or those wan-wans or those millennials. Like, <laughs> I want to divide the country and fuck all that shit. Yeah, same here. I just want to see people win and, and, and just, live, just move on and live our lives and whatever we can do to help this country get better. That's all I care about. Same here, man. Same here. You know, and a couple more shout-outs. Brown, obviously, my boy Brown, my former co-host. You know, he was one of the few people that uh, invested in this. When he first started, I pitched the idea to him. I was like, hey, let's do something together, you know, because he was doing his own thing. Yeah. He loved it. So he, he set me up pretty well. A lot of the connections that I have now are because of him, you know, because he's that dude is just, you know. He's the man. Very outgoing, bro. He doesn't care who he talks to. He doesn't, very care, about, doesn't care about their status. Mm -hmm. He'll ask the questions, you know. He'll be like, hey, jump on the live, you know, like that's where I need to grow. As an individual, like just be more. And more, I see you do that. I say, come yeah. on, come on, live, yeah. come on, and like you're pushing people, yeah. you know. And then that's what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. I always tell people that too. I'll start doing that when, well, after my 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 suspension lifted. <laughs> but uh, I'll do that. But uh, Flo, once again, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. For sure. I can't wait, man. We gotta do a part two. Uh, please subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Mega Man's podcast page. Uh, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. So. You know, check out the Asa United podcast as well. That's on a What is this? Asa United. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was watching Manchester United earlier. Oh, that's why. That's why yeah. I was like, sorry. Yeah. I was like, with everything, I'm just so busy because people are like, hey, it's a soccer game. I was like, it's a good I name, though. I know. I know. Asa United. <laughs> that's how it kept on saying it's yeah. like Asa Stan, but it's, it's, it's still catchy either yeah, way. It is, it is. But soccer, soccer. But uh, I just 
I just follow everyone. Follow his uh, YouTube, his podcast, follow the Mega Man, and uh, we'll, we'll do a part two down the road. And uh, one last thing, shout out to uh, Cynthia, Gavin, Alex, uh, Miliano. Uh, that's the Curious George right there. Uh, my daughter Luna, whole Long Beach, and everyone who's going to be here in this episode. All right. Love you guys. Be good. We're out. Peace out. Hey. All right.